0: Welcome to another episode of Younger by the Minute. I'm your host, Jamie Spizer, and with my lovely co host, Jennifer Spizer, and we are the Confident Couple.
1: So, we really wanted to kind of backtrack just a little bit to just really reinforce what the purpose of this show is. You know, we have a mission to help people navigate what it is to have a healthy life. So, whether that could be anti aging, wellness, nutrition, but really just be it guidance from stuff that we've been through because we've been through it all. And I think that's where our why comes from.
0: Not only but what we've been through, but you know, we meet with clients daily and of course our clients get our knowledge and our expertise. And we want to share that with as many people as we can. We want to share our knowledge on hormone replacement, on proper nutrition, on exercise, cardio on your side, we're going to be talking about inject injectables, Botox, fillers, IV therapy, um, how to advocate for yourself with your doctor when you don't know how to. So those are kind of the big topics I think we're going to be covering.
1: Right, and we're going to have special guests on that are focused in this, so we'll have our medical di- mm. director, Dr. Becky Rodriguez, as well as people like Jimmy Mentez, that's a supplement guru, and he's an ex-bodybuilder, but we're going to have a wide variety of people from all walks of life that are true experts in this field that we call on, You know, some of our mentors, some of our friends, as well as some of our amazing team, so we're really giving you a well-rounded anti-aging approach from the inside out
0: literally you'll be younger by the minute, by the time you're doing, listen to this show.
1: What was the tagline that TJ came up with where you can look younger and get younger just by listening,
0: look younger and feel younger just by listening. Right. Right. So. so now today's topic, um, we're going to talk about something I find really interesting. And it was, you know, when we first started dating is the things that you, that age you, um, that I, I think most people don't really even think about as they're doing it. Um, like one of the big ones that I found really interesting was I remember you showing me a picture of an over the road truck driver and how much of his uh, left side of his face, because it was being exposed to the sun all the time and how, how much older he looked on that side versus on his right side. And then I know that you, um, you know, I used to give you trouble about it, but I understand it's like you had some special pillowcase <laughs> that you had to sleep with when we first started dating. I'm like, whatever. Okay. If that's what you think that's going to make you feel better, whatever. But, you know, um, but I know there's true science behind it and I know this stuff really works. So, um, can you tell me a little bit more about some of that stuff?
1: Yeah. So let's go to the truck driver. It's a very famous photo and literally he looks like two different people. Half of his face is, I mean, he's aged, he's older, but the other half is really aged and the skin just looks different. It's remodeled. And that's just because of sun damage. And now while I, I do advocate for natural sun exposure, and I do recommend that patients go off of, you know, their genetics on how long they can stay in the sun without sunscreen, because there is a need for that. We're meant to do that. It does a lot of, you know, biological things in the body that are helpful, like vitamin D and the production of other hormones and chemicals, all that. But with sun exposure, it's repeated inflammation. So, where you get into trouble is repeated times in the sun, especially with UVA rays. And UVA rays penetrate the deepest, and they also penet- penetrate through glass. Hence, why the, sun- the truck driver didn't realize over time with not wearing sunscreen while driving, the left side of his face was being aged. Right.
0: And yeah. I know you like when you recommend and you talk to people about sunblocks, and more specifically. I know there's a particular face moisturizer, I think, that you have that has zinc in it or something.
1: Right. So chemical sunscreens really don't do much except for cause inflammation. So it's really important that people read the labels on their sunscreens. I wish you know the FDA would do a little bit more about this, but zinc and titanium dioxide are true physical blocks. There are rare cases where people have allergic reactions to them. And so in that case, obviously, some sunscreen is better than none but chemical sunscreen can actually cause repeated inflammation. And then that's going to exasperate, you know, inflammatory conditions like melasma, which is related to estrogen and inflammation and it's browning of the skin usually seen on females.
0: Okay, good, great information. And then I know that you had talked about, and I remember because we were, we were, when we were looking at different product lines and stuff like that, um, the molecule has to be a certain size for the body to absorb in the skin. Is, is that?
1: That's not with sunscreen, but, Speaking of that, our precision sunscreen has micronized zinc. So if you think of zinc oxide, you think of people on the beach back in the day that had like the white nose or the white, you know, sunscreen, they make it micronized, which means they make it smaller of a molecule. So it'll blend in. There are certain things like moisturizers or ceramides or things that have to be a small enough molecule, or they have to be the right, you know structure molecularly for the skin to really absorb it. So, you know, some lotions just sit on top of the face and more occlude, while some absorb. So that's where you're kind of getting that, but to truly be protected from the sun, you also need to be using an antioxidant serum and those do come in different shapes and sizes and not all of them are going to protect you just because it says it has vitamin C in it.
0: All right. And one thing too, I know like we've actually seen it because we've had clients bring in, um, products from like SkinCeuticals and stuff like that that they have purchased on Amazon. Correct. And it really wasn't a skin SkinCeuticals product.
1: Correct? Right. And I mean, really, you just want to make sure that you're going to an approved <laughs> vendor site for those lines. You don't want to, you know, try to cheapen it a little bit because sometimes it will be counterfeit and I know Amazon does try to do its best with that but they can't catch all of them but there is there's a big market in counterfeit skincare products as well as supplements
0: correct 100% Um, you know the supplement industry is like uh, probably about a 30 billion dollar industry now and it's really hard like we really stick to particular brands because they're brands that we've trusted there's brands that we've used for years and they've gotten clients results with very little side effects to it Um, speaking of moisturizing I remember you also saying something about was it coconut oil was like you want to look for like coconut oil or MCT oil or something for the body's ability to absorb.
1: So that's going to get into a little bit too much of a rabbit hole, but you really do want to make sure that you're using skincare that's geared towards your face. So, you know, some people think that they have acne issues and they might, they might be congested, but then they're going to go overboard with caustic ingredients, which is going to perpetuate the problem. And that brings me to another aging thing. Skincare, while it's important, you know, I'm not here just to try to sell our skincare or get people on a skincare regimen. I really want to educate them. You have to be using something that's pH balanced. So if you're using something over the counter, there are certain products that are dermatology recommended, and that would be like CeraVe and Cetaphil, things like that. But yes, you do want to make sure if you're using something that you really want it to absorb, it needs to mimic the natural sebum that we make. And that's the closest thing to like, I would say MCT oil. I don't really necessarily like coconut oil anymore for the face because it can do some other things, but it is a good barrier. It is antimicrobial, but you just want to be using something. You really do want to have someone help you out with getting the on the right skincare because you can truly do a lot. Actually, one of our patients was in here today. She's been a client of mine since 2011 and all she's 66. And all she really does is facial. She doesn't do Botox. She is a white woman of Northern European descent, and she's never had Botox and she looks like she has, and it's just been skincare and repeated facials.
0: Awesome. And what about though, for like body lotion and stuff like that? Because I know there's a product that we carry called beauty bum by beauty fit. And I know when we were looking at that product, you were looking at it and said that this is a really good one because it used coconut oil or MCT oil, correct? Right,
1: because it's the closest thing. So more of an MCT, which is like coconut oil, you know, it's going to be the most recognized by the skin. If it's not recognized and mimics our natural oils there's a phospholipid bilayer on each cell that allows things to pass in and out of it. If it's too foreign, it's not going to work. So there are very expensive creams out there that people spend a lot of money on and they think that it's doing a wonderful job because of the label and really it's not doing anything.
0: Right. So would that kind of be like, what's your take on collagen based creams?
1: So jury's out because, you know, peptides, while they're good, peptides are really what's in collagen, right? right. So. Right. I think oral ingested collagen is a very good thing. I recommend taking it. I do think that anything that has peptides in it, you know, and so I'm trying not to be too like literal, right. right. Uh, but peptide, literal. Yeah, peptides mm-hmm. are great. They use the name collagen. So people understand that it might be good for them, but it's really, right. truly the peptides. And there are peptides that help block, um, you know, help mimic Botox topically. It will not replace it. I'm not even going to try to promise that, but there are peptides, copper peptides. They are really helping the skin. They help with repair, recovery, inflammation. And the biggest thing is controlling inflammation when it comes to aging.
0: And I know I've been using a copper based cream and it's really helped with my psoriasis. So, um, I really like that. Um, I'm not a big skincare guy. I've always told Jen, that, like uh, two to three steps minimum. That's it.
1: Right. And two to three steps is good. Two to three steps is good. And honestly, that's all that people really need it it, in the whole scheme of things. It depends on what the goal is. You know, I apologize for the ringing. We are at our practice. It's not a big deal. So, you know, with, when it comes to skincare though, You really want to make sure that you're washing your face twice a day because at the end of the day, if you aren't, you're actually holding on to pollutants. So women that sleep in their makeup, everything that you've been exposed to in the atmosphere is sitting in there and it's actually going to seep into your skin. And that creates more toxins because your skin is an organ that allows for things to go in and out.
0: Right. So ladies, when you come home late at night and had a few too many drinks and you don't want to wash Mm -hmm. that makeup off, wash the makeup off. Yeah,
1: because (laughs) yes.
0: Don't wake up with it. all smeared all over your pillow in bed.
1: Well, one, it's not cute, but, and we've all done it, but two, it's also, you're kind of doing a double whammy because the alcohol is dehydrating you, which is mm-hmm. another thing that can aid you.
0: Right. And last thing on kind of the skincare stuff. Now, do you think everybody kind of gets the same regimen or, I mean, obviously you're treating people for different reasons, like oily skin, dry skin. So, you know, Susie can't follow Jane's skincare protocol, right?
1: Right. It's not as intricate as like nutrition, but yes, I mean, there is a gold standard that would be vitamin C, sunscreen, and retinol as well as a moisturizer. So if you're doing those four things, you're doing a good job, um, you know, and that can be kind of global, but I don't want to have anybody misconstrued what I'm saying. You know, you really do want it to be customized to you.
0: Correct. All right. So what are some other things, you know, I brought up the whole pillow thing that you Mm -hmm. sleep with, like what, explain that.
1: So sleeping, I mean, we spend a lot of time in bed and I don't think people really let it register that you're in bed for, you know, hopefully eight hours a day, which is a long time over the period of your life and your head weighs a significant amount. And, you know, when you're sleeping, you have bony prominences like your cheekbone, your jaw, and that's going to take the most impact if you're sleeping on your face. It's also going to crinkle your skin, increase your tissue. So just like when we're moving, you know, animating, so frowning, smiling, you know, furrowing your brows, that's going to eventually become a static wrinkle because you're creating a crease. And as you've heard me say, like with Botox, the reason why you do want to do it ahead of time is because eventually, like folding a piece of paper, those creases are going to stay. If you're smashing and creasing your skin repeatedly day in and day out, adding the weight of your own head on top of that, you're going to create wrinkles. And they are really hard to get out once they're there.
0: Right. I know with my 20-pound bowling ball head, (laughs) it probably... (laughs) definitely have to sleep on my back but I, I know that for a fact like we've I've we've been watching tv and like what's that that show you like to watch with the crazy chicks on there um
1: oh the real, House real housewives, housewives <laughs> and
0: you hear Lily point out like yeah she sleeps on the right side of her face I'm like how do you know that And you're like just by the face the, the lines in their face so that's another big one um, um and
1: actually I encourage people who is the older guy that was in silence of the lambs um Anthony Gosh, yes. Pull up his face and look at it because the wrinkles that don't seem to be like regular forehead wrinkles, they're creases that are kind of diagonally through the forehead. Those are all sleeping lines. Um, It's very evident that he's a side sleeper. And also, it's just not good for lymphatic drainage. Um, So, yeah.
0: So um, I know one thing I do a lot because I'm under a lot of stress all the time. And I even know that from what my dentist has said, I grind my teeth. Really hard to like where my teeth are flat. Like, does that cause problems?
1: Absolutely. So, grinding your teeth and even going beyond that, because I re- realized that grinding my teeth caused aging. So, and I'm a grinder, I hold a lot of tension in my lower face. I stopped grinding and I stopped clenching, but I still was holding tension in the muscles of my lower face. And both of those things will affect the exterior tissue. So, you know, a lot of things happen anatomically as we age, bone starts to decrease in atrophy, teeth start to move and shift. It's really important to be in the care of a, a you know, a dentist as you and I have both been going through Invisalign because things have shifted. If we keep the width of our jaw, we keep our airway open, which helps you s- sleep at night and prevent sleep apnea, which is huge because you're oxygenating your entire body, which is important for aging, but clenching, chronic tension, all of that stuff is going to cause accelerated aging and breaking down of those tissues faster.
0: Is there anything that someone can do to prevent the the clenching of the teeth or maybe slow the aging down from clenching the teeth?
1: Well, if they're clenching, they're most likely stressed. So that would be the first thing that I would recommend that someone do is, is get their stress under control because stress is going to age everything in your body faster. And being self-aware, self-awareness is huge. Um, and I even mean like being self-aware when you have a zit and not picking it, being self-aware of, you know, how you're holding your face, if you're touching your face, if you're doing things mindlessly, you know, cause even like looking down or leaning on a hand, anything like that can do it. So getting your stress level under control and being self-aware, wearing a mouth guard at night, you could do Botox in your master muscles to help lessen the severity of how much you clench. I don't agree with feeding treating to full correction because you start to change some other things there, but definitely taking the edge off is, is huge.
0: Okay, and then st- taking a step back, what are some things that someone can do? Obviously don't sleep on your side would be one way, but like, how can you get someone, I know we have an adjustable bed that we we adjust our bed so we're at um, zero gravity. So we sleep on our back. That's one thing we do. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything like for someone can apply? Is there like creams? Is that what's going to be the trick for like the side sleeper or Botox fillers?
1: Well, so I've been trying
0: to work on that side.
1: And I mean, honestly, not sleeping on your side is the best thing. And I would try to put pillows around you to not sleep on your side. Obviously, not sleeping is just as aging. So, you've got to figure out a balance there. I've tried some of those silicone patches. Now, while I don't feel they do everything that they are promised to do, like reverse wrinkles, they may help you not create a crease if you're sleeping on your side. So, kind of keeping the area flat might be helpful. Um, But that would really be about it.
0: Okay. And I know we talk about, you're going to always hear us talking about stress because I think stress obviously is always an issue no matter what the topic topic is and some of the things we can do for stress um uh, meditate is a big one Mm -hmm. um you can do hot baths um with lavender in it like epsom salt baths at night candles you can read um stretch um you can go for a a walk even if it's at night i know that's kind of weird because some people think you're going to wake up but actually you're kind of releasing some dopamine and serotonin which is that feel good hormone. So you actually sleep better. I, know, I love doing PM cardio because mm-hmm. I, I sleep like a brick afterwards. So that's going to be some stuff that's going to help you. You can take some supplements that will help with stress. Um, some, uh,
1: ashwagandha.
0: Ash- yeah, thank you. And also why I can't think of it. Cor- um, melatonin, melatonin, cortisol supplements. Why can't they like calm, like calm that's
1: ashwagandha and calcium, magnesium, Magne- magnesium. Right. Adrenal you.
0: support. Yeah. Jesus. God, couldn't even think of it. So like, you know, there's quite a few products out there that um, have all those ingredients in them. And they'll usually be labeled as like adrenal support. Um, magnesium is a big one too. really kind of help calm you down. But um, so there's one big one that I know that is a real easy fix for a lot of people, but it's really hard for people to do. And that is proper hydration.
1: Proper it, hydration is huge.
0: Um, it is funny how many clients I work with and I know that you see that just do not get enough water in and once we start getting them up the water, you know, up in their water, of course, what's the first thing they complain about? I'm peeing every 20 minutes. Right. But the good thing is, is you, once your body gets acclimated to that water intake level, you're not going to be running to the bathroom every 20 minutes, you know, about every 45 minutes to an hour is going to be normal. But hydration is critical.
1: Hydration is critical and that's like why you want to, you know, hit it from the exterior with skincare and having a good moisturizer, but then also internally, I mean, our body is mostly water and I don't really understand why people have such a hard time with it. Cause I personally feel terrible. My skin looks terrible. I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I I can definitely tell not only in my weight the next day, but how my joints feel and my skin and even my ability to think um, when I'm dehydrated
1: well, thinking is huge because your cells need water so when they become you know all shrivelled up in your brain, they can't think they can't do what they need to do they they can't operate the way that they're, they're
0: supposed to right. so wasn't it we just read I, not that we just read we've known it, but I, I came across it again. Your brain shrinks by twenty percent
1: oh, when I you sleep
0: know. I think is what I read with that. that is the importance of having to rehydrate like immediately like that's one of the first things we have glasses. Um, right by our, um, in a bathroom sink. So um, the first things we do, we drink 16 ounces of, of room temperature water first thing in the morning to get that hydration level back up. I'm pretty sure I'll have to double check that number. I would
1: double check before you throw but, anything out But there. I do know <laughs> that
0: the that the brain shrinks as you sleep from dehydration. So it, that is a, a big reason to hydrate.
1: And I would have to check on that. I'm not sure if it's actually the brain or if it's the cells, you know, right. so.
0: Um, and then another big one, that is really, really hard for people to do even more so than the water intake is sugar intake. Yeah, Um,
1: because sugar is addictive,
0: right? Highly addictive to the point. um, I remember I was reading a study about how the stimulation they're doing the stimulation of the brain on someone doing cocaine and someone doing sugar Mm -hmm. is actually almost 20%. I love that 20% number 20% higher on the uh, stimulation from sugar over cocaine. So
1: I can't confirm or deny that it's 20% either. So (laughs) I'm just going to generally say that it does release dopamine, which is the same neurotransmitter that is released when you actually do heroin or cocaine.
0: Right. And I remember us talking, like you even brought up like a banana, if you eat like a banana alone. So when sugar is present, you said something about collagen.
1: So- you can only, your body can only, only utilize, oh my gosh, I cannot talk 24 grams of sugar at one sitting. And that's really not a lot. So, and if you're eating sugar by itself, so eating the banana by itself, if you don't have a protein or a fat along with it to slow the insulin spike, that creates an issue, but also the excess sugar is going to circulate in the bloodstream and it can attach to collagen fibers and make them brittle.
0: Right. Now is. Cr- the 24 grams of sugar for females in a day and they say up to 36 grams of sugar for a male in a day. So um sugar like we were talking about will age you. Um it blocks up collagen production. It is highly addictive. It is found in pretty much everything that we uh consume. It's easily accessible no matter what. I mean you can stop off a quick trip on the way if you got a sugar craving and buy a candy bar. So You know, sugar is a really big one that we really need to watch. Um, Is there anything else you can kind of think of at the point? Um, Yes. Hormones. Hormones is a big one. I mean, that's a big topic of the show.
1: Yeah. So hormones, once we hit 25, collagen depletes drastically. But then for females, once it depletes after menopause, we're, we're really not in a good spot. So DHT, as we all know, or I think we know causes male pattern baldness. There has been new research and I'm not going to claim if it's accurate or not, because I'm still researching it, that DHT in women also attaches to collagen and and kind of depletes it even more. So I always recommend taking saw palmetto extract. It's a natural DHT blocker per se. It it just kind of keeps the symptoms of DHT because DHT is an important hormone as well and how it converts into testosterone and all that. But menopause does a lot on women and, you know, women already are at a disadvantage because their collagen is in more parallel, like runs in parallel lines versus a man that runs crisscross. So almost like a hashtag. So as our collagen depletes, we don't, that's where you see the peaks and valleys more because you guys just have a little bit more of a structure there. So that's why women have more cellulite than men. And it's just, we're at a huge disadvantage and it's really not fair.
0: Right. And the big thing, I think like getting on this, and I don't want to go down the rabbit hole with this, but that's one thing when, when you're meeting with your doctors and this is a, you know, where you need to advocate for yourself being in range is not acceptable you know you doesn't mean you have to address anything about it but don't let your doctors tell you that you're in range and that's just the way it is um there's so many things out there that you can do with diet exercise supplementation peptides even hormone replacement that can bring you back to an optimal range so just because you're 50 or 40 or 30 doesn't mean you got to feel way older than you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're also going to feel like you were 20 years ago, but it doesn't mean that your aches and pains and and aging the way that you are has to be that way.
1: No, it doesn't. And I think a lot of people don't realize, um, if anyone that's close to me knows that I've been on a thyroid kick, and I'm not saying advocating that everybody needs to be on thyroid medication, but your thyroid is the master gland of your entire body. And it it works with your sex hormones. And what people don't realize is a lot of us are now kind of running into that subclinical hypothyroidism due to just exhaustion, possibly from COVID one in eight women have it anyway. And I think that's just because of the hormonal issues that we deal with children, all of that. But when you have a low thyroid, it causes dry skin, can cause aging. So there's just a lot of things. Hair loss. Yeah, it's really important to get your levels checked and and really go to someone that's going to look deeply because a TSH and a free T4 is not a full thyroid panel. And if you're not getting that pulled, then they don't have the whole picture. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Right. And so let's just kind of recap this up. And I'm going to ask you this. So um, the things that you can do to kind of help yourself immediately uh, to prevent, um, aging quickly on a day-to-day basis. Um, we talked about, uh, skincare, right?
1: So yeah. Skincare,
0: skincare, moisturizer. Um,
1: no grinding your teeth,
0: Grinding. how well, you sleep, how yeah. you sleep, but what are like, so going back, like, um, sleeping on your, we come up with some fixes, um, sleeping your side, um, the pillow, whatever that special pillow Just case sleeping is on yeah. your back, sleeping on your back. Um, using a proper sunblock on your face that's got Mm -hmm. micronized zinc in it. Um, Is there anything that you can do like for in certain injectables that re-stimulate collagen production?
1: Yes. And I mean, so these are, So what we're talking about today are things that people might be doing that they're not aware of that are aging them. There is a whole slew of things that we can do to reverse what they may have already done to prevent things from getting worse. But yes. So PRF, which is platelet rich fibrogen, PRP, platelet rich plasma, which I honestly think the PRF is going to be taking mainstream and it should be because it's just a little differently. You're actually creating a clot. So it absorbs a little bit different. Um, Sculptra, Sculptra, is amazing. Hyperdiluted radius is amazing. And those three things are kind of like putting money into your collagen savings account. So a lot of things that we do in a med spa are putting things into your FACES checking account. You really want to start building your savings account. You know, at 30, you might want to do like a series of three treatments of Sculptra and then repeat once a year. Um, There's, you know, I do recommend neurotoxin because you're going to help prevent those dynamic, which means the lines that go away, from becoming static. Radiofrequency microneedling, or just regular microneedling, stimulate collagen, help to tighten the skin, help reverse the signs of aging. Um, retinol, peels, everything. I mean, you really, your skin is on a 28-day cycle of how fast the keratinocytes shed. Some people are more, you know, have hyperkeratinization, which is usually those acneic people. Chronic acne and inflammation causes aging, so you really want to get your acne under control. And yeah, just...
0: All right. So those are all big topics we're going to be talking about later in the other shows. But for right now, make sure you hydrate, cut out the sugar, wipe your makeup off, no matter if it's... if. And it's, men too, wash your face. Wash your face. Um, I, I got to do better at that. Um, make sure you have some uh, a zinc oxide sunblock on when you're out in the sun and sleep on your back.
1: Yeah. And then also just manage your inflammation.
0: Perfect. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope we learned a few things.
1: Thank you so much. And I am Jennifer Spizer.
0: And I'm Jamie Spizer. And we are the confident couple.
1: Thank you.